today on Game & Watch It. The sun's out. It's a lovely summer day, so let's close the fucking blinds. It's time for summer gaming. Yeah! Hello and welcome to another episode of Game and Watch It. Hey. Hi. We got a good heat storm going on, but we're nice and cool in this beautiful air-conditioned condo. Yeah, what the hell is happening out there? Hi, Polly. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. Hi, RC. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> so we're all the way up in Canada, and yeah, it's like super hot out. Yeah, and thank God it rained the past over the past couple of days because it, it was muggy as shit. Oh yeah, it yeah. poured at least up where I am. Oh really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did have that little storm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was nice. Let's talk more about weather. It's super entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's hot out, and we're playing a lot of video games inside. Yep. And we're gonna get into that in the second half of the episode, but first, Arzy, what you playing? A whole bunch of things I've been saving up before. So let's nice. get started with uh, Steam World Heist. Oh, nice. Which is um, in the Steam World universe. It's kind of like a mix of like an XCOM style fighting, but also with like some worm style totally like, bullet worms, trajectory yeah. at the same time. Okay. Which, you know, after playing Detective Pikachu for a while and getting bored of just like, I need something that's a nice, like, soft tossed RZ <laughs> game. That's exactly up my wheelhouse, and I just annihilated that game. I had so much fun with it. Nice. Um, it's it's a, like a, like the other. At least I only played SteamWorld Dig Two as well, but it's a fairly short game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Rusty just actually got it on um, like hard disk. Uh, SteamWorld Two. SteamWorld uh, Dig Two. Not oh, it's got like Dig Two. Oh, not Heist. Okay, I'm getting confused. I then. wish they had a collection because they paid fifty dollars for probably like a six hour game. Yeah, it's a, like it's you a know. short game. It would have been nice to have a collection of SteamWorld One, Two, and the Heist. Yeah, if they were going to go for right. um, fully priced games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Like, I like building up the trick shots in terms of doing everything. And if I didn't finish a level per- like perfectly, I still enjoyed it enough to play it again. And what's interesting is having that kind of game with procedurally uh, generated environments. So I guess that's kind of the norm in a lot of sense. But yeah. some of the stages were curated. Like, they were uh, fully designed out. And some of them were procedurally generated. I hate that so much. Yeah, I was going to say, it just seems cheap. As soon as a it company depends. like says that, it's like, oh, it's like here's one of our points, like our, our, our positive points of our game. It's like, no, that's that's bad. Yeah, that was that started the downfall of Destiny too. So yeah, yeah. I get that 100. percent So as you're saying that uh, not all levels are uh, pre-generated. That's right. That's right. Some are and some aren't. Okay. And it already came with. I think there's some DLC that was included as well. Right. Um, a wide cast of characters, but frankly, like I almost felt like there's too many characters, and they're oh. somewhat similar. That once you'd. Uh, Excuse me. Once you'd leveled up your characters a certain thing, you had no real incentive to have the other guys. And there's some that come so late in the game Mm -hmm. that it's almost like I've already got my team. I like my composition. And there's different classes. Like there's sniper characters. There's more like melee or like heavy weapons characters. Yeah. It was a it was a fun little distraction. This is I mean going to to your point of uh, multiple characters. Like I I feel like not all games do it well. And the only one that I can think of right now is like Final Fantasy VI. Because the way that game was built is Mm -hmm. that people joined and left your party periodically. And it could have been something along the lines of like a story element or a branching story path that caused that to happen. You essentially played as every single character in that game, maybe barring like a couple. So you got a taste for all of them. And by the end, you had the choice of saying like, okay, well, I like the dynamics of like this person, this person, this person, whatever. And you can form a team there for like the final stretch. Yeah, It, It just seems... Cheap was there experience sharing in that game, or was it you had to play the characters to level them up? Because that's always a beef I've had with JRPGs, is yeah. that you, if you want to be able to use all your characters, you have to do so much grinding, where all the game incentivizes you by not rewarding you for like leveling up the other characters, to yeah. just have the, your set characters that you like and just run with them until the end of the game. Yeah, I know where you're coming from, and it, it's an old school RPG, so at the end of the day, that's something that like... I wasn't expecting back then. Like yeah. it, that is a game, much like Chrono Trigger. Where like, if they're not in your party, they're not getting experience. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. I so, only have experience with Pokemon with experience share, so <laughs> I can't really chime in. And it kind of cheapened the experience for me with uh, the experience like XP um, X and Y in Sun and Moon. Oh, how they gave it to everybody. Yeah, it was kind of lame. Yeah, I got you. Could, you could turn that off. 
But yeah, and uh, as uh, so, I quite enjoyed that game. I would certainly recommend it if you're a fan of um, strategy or turn-based strategies of those kind of things. Like, it's not quite as deep or as demanding, let's say, as like an XCOM or something like that. But then again, I was playing a normal di or. Actually, no, I played on the slightly uh, higher difficulty, but still, I found it mm, relatively easy. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I did a whole cycle of games, particularly around E3 coming out. Like, I played Pokemon Quest. I dabbled nice. in a little bit of Fortnite. Pokemon Quest, I would say, don't waste your time. Like, <laughs> I, would not, I would not have even touched that game if it wasn't Pokemon franchise and there wasn't sort of like a deep-seated need to level up Pokemon that I've developed over the last 20-some years. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, it's super simplistic. It really relies on, like, random loot drops, which are the upgrades for your Pokemon. Uh, and at the same time, it, though it is free to play, some of the upgrades you get are, like, getting tw experience twice as quickly and then yeah. you realize that like they made it just annoying enough and it's got one of those energy bar mechanics which i actually kind of liked because it got me to stop playing this fucking game <laughs> every once in a while obsessed for no reason yeah just I more of just it. like I, why am i playing this when i could actually be having fun with a different game yeah yep yep I, I saw some video footage of that game being played, and like it was within the first five minutes. I'm like, yeah, thank God I watched this before I bought it. Yeah. Like, this looks real bad. I remember when uh, Pokemon Let's Go was rumored to be announced. Yeah, and uh, it was you. It was our group chat, and RZ's like, oh my God, they just announced. They're announcing the game right now. So I go onto my phone, and I had some. I had shoddy internet, <laughs> and I go on, and I see Pokemon Quest yeah. graphics. And I'm like, no, this is. <laughs> <laughs> this, this cannot be the new Pokemon game, and I was I was kind of upset. And then I, I watched a little further and saw how how beautiful it turned out to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I didn't even bother playing Pokemon Quest. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a like mobile a, game. Like, like I said, they, yeah, don't waste your time. Yeah. Like, but apparently it made like millions of dollars because it just came out on mobile. Yeah. Now, is there microtransactions uh, in the Switch version? Yes. Okay, so there is. Yeah, so there mm -hmm. are. You could have like the, like if you're really bad, you could spend money on just like reloading your battery or like reloading the game battery or yeah. just buying like the points in the game. But then there's also like ex like certain DLC, I guess you can call it in a sense, that you could only get by purchasing with real money. Not so these these are upgrades to your base that can like double the XP you get permanently or like mm -hmm. give like permanent buffs that would make the game a lot more playable and less what's, grindy. What's the end goal? I don't know. <laughs> And at, at first, I was like just really dead set on finishing this game because I'm right now I'm I've made it as far as like the last at least major map worlds, and I think there's like an end game after that that just goes on forever. Okay. But just like it's not worth the time. Like even with a yeah. game that plays itself that you can play on auto and just have on <laughs> in the background while you're watching TV, even that is just too tedious. Yeah, yeah. no, I got you, and like it's it's kind of feeding back into your point of you know, how the DLC or how the microtransactions are being used in this game. Mm -hmm. And, like, as much as I... And I hate to say this, but the, as much as I want to hate Fortnite, yeah. I can't. Right. I haven't played it. I'm probably not going to play it. But everything I've been hearing about this game is amazing. Well, why do you want to hate Fortnite? Well, just because it's fucking Battle Royale and it's an all, always online game. And me and those games just don't It's a get unique along. concept that hasn't been... It's, like, original. Everyone likes it. Oh, but it. that's what I'm saying. Like, the more I hear about Fortnite, the more I like what they're doing with the game. Like, don't okay. get me wrong, the, the the color palettes and the art and everything on that side is awesome and I always felt that way. Mm -hmm. But the way the gameplay is set up, all the microtransactions are all um, completely aesthetic. Yep. They're doing stuff. Did you guys hear about that um, that rocket launch they had in-game in no, Fortnite? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, so apparently they're doing a bunch of, like, real-time events that they're not announcing in Fortnite. And one of them was a rocket pretty much got launched into space. They announced it last second. A bunch of people just logged on just to hang out with their friends and watch to see what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And they're watching this thing like fly up into the sky. It does its own thing, whatever. And then it comes back down. And as far as I've heard, it explodes and opens a fucking time rift in the <laughs> world that is now still there today and yeah. fucking with the surroundings. Oh, cool. Like they're doing little things like that. It makes it seem like they really care yeah, about so this game. So why do you hate it? Well, it that's sounds... the thing. I'm saying I want to hate it, but oh, I but don't. you can't. Yeah, I, I can't. Them. It's okay. like it's – I'm looking at all this going like these guys are fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Like I, it, this isn't my style of game, but good on you for doing this. Yeah, shit. I played one round and I was like, mm, no, not for me. Yeah, but, I'm, <laughs> but I'm glad that everyone else is enjoying it. Yeah, for sure. I kind of – I was watching a, um, a preview on Smash Brothers today and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I was kind of over the last Smash Brothers and I'm sure I'll, I'm going to get the new game just to get all the collectibles and trophies and that kind of stuff. But yeah. I'm just glad that it's coming out so other kids can experience it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's mm. just like, I'm, I feel like I'm like the grandfather of video games now and just be like, <laughs> yeah, you go enjoy it yourself. Like, 
I, I will, I but... I we just reach a certain age where that competitive streak isn't there anymore. Yep. And it's just more like... Yeah, I could spend 40 hours a week playing this game and, like, trying to get into leaderboards or not. Yeah. <laughs> I could just do other things because I don't feel like it. I like, it's exactly just a... I, sorry. Sort of... Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, John, one of our friends, Rhoda, mm-hmm. is, he, he's been trying to convince me to get on WoW for, yeah. like, three weeks now. And I have to keep telling him, like, dude, I'm done with this. Like, even if I was into MMOs at a certain point in time, which I wasn't. <laughs> sure. I, it's I, I'm not gonna play this game now. Like even Diablo three is just like I I see it sitting on my freaking desktop, and I want to play it. And then I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I already have a job. Like I don't need yeah, another one. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I just I say no. I say no. I, I like single player experiences and whatnot. But again, just feeding back into the point, Fortnite is fucking awesome for what they've been doing. I'm yeah. really liking it. Yeah, I played a few games and I definitely see the appeal. Like in playing that game, like in a couple of them, I got pretty far. And I think like the real fun of the game is just the dicking around aspect. <laughs> yep. Whereas one, what I absolutely love is that uh, like, and what I hated about let's say Call of Duty is now there's no, there's very little incentive to camp in yep. the same way you would before. Yep. And there's also still a substantial skill ceiling for the kind of people that know how to, you know. Instantly make a box around yourself to make a defense or something like that. And it's a very weird meta that happens at high-level play in Mm -hmm. that game, um, which I find very interesting. But I know enough to know I'm never going to win a match. I can get pretty far. I can get to, like, top 10 if I'm being careful or something. But it's very unlikely I'm going to end up winning unless I just get the drop on somebody at a lucky time. The funny thing is, like, it's funny that you bring that up because a lot of the other podcasts that I listen to or people that I see on YouTube all essentially say the same thing. Like, I'm not expecting to win. It's just the chances of you winning consistently are essentially something to not. It's, yeah. it's just, it is what it is. It's that's the style of game. But that's why I think that's that has that mass appeal where these yes. kids, boys, girls, they're all playing it in school. Yeah. And they're all getting in trouble for it. But it's like this everybody's playing it. So you kind of like, even if you don't get first place, even if you came in 27th, it's still like, oh, I came in 27th. You and know there's some I mean? huge phenomena in there that are, I think, subtly positive. Like the idea that when you die, you yeah. just jump into the next game. Yeah. You don't have to sit for 30 seconds and vent <laughs> until you respond or like while watching like the timer tick off yeah. and going slowly to losing. It's just like, all right, I died. Next game, yeah. next game, next game. And it, it keeps the experience a lot more positive and i can yeah. see why it has such a massive appeal and then even adding on that layer of this is a constantly evolving game and world yeah. it's not just like oh we're gonna reinvent everything guess what here's some map packs from a previous version of the game yeah. like it's uh yeah. they're actually like changing the world a lot in the ways that massive mmos like world of warcraft exactly. have done in the past it's and thanos yeah. oh that was awesome yeah, that, was pretty, that was pretty cool i mean you, I, I mean I, Go figure because of how big they are, but like that is still pretty awesome. Yeah, especially with like Disney teaming yeah. up with Fortnite, like yeah. that's huge. Yeah, cross promotion, man. Yeah, it is what it is. Cool. Yeah. What else Sorry. are you playing? Yeah, I was gonna play say. a little bit that. Yeah, I know this is going on for a while. <laughs> Played a little bit that. Still haven't finished Detective Pikachu. That game is so slow. <laughs> it takes so long. Um, I just started playing uh, I Am Setsuna. Nice. Uh, which is like. I'm enjoying it to a degree, but I'm also very annoyed by it to a certain degree. Yep. Because it's so slow. Mm-hmm. And it just, everything kind of takes a long time. And what I'm really annoyed with is the concept that you have to, like, wait and look and see if there's a shine everywhere. Because you could pick up those random recipe items or whatever. Yep. So it's almost like the game is incentivizing you to take your time. And meanwhile, this mu- or like I like the music, but it's exceptionally repetitive. Like the loops are really small. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, and I feel like it's going to end up being a bit of a chore for me to finish this game. It's the reason I never finished it in general. Is okay. like it, it's, I know exactly where you're coming from. The story takes forever to get to a point where it's actually interesting. Yeah, and then goes back to mediocrity almost instantly afterwards. Yeah. The music, I will agree in a certain sense. I really like the music in and of itself. I felt the overall theme of the soundtrack was very monotonic, if that makes any sense to you. Mm. Who was a lot the, of it was the same. Who was the composer? I don't know. No one I can't remember. Like, probably not. I mean, it could be, but I'd never really looked into okay. it. I know it's not, um, oh my god, Mitsuda. Yeah, I, I know. I know you know your composer. So yeah. if you don't know, then it's probably not important. Yeah, it's. It, <laughs> I have a feeling it's somebody who like you know has done work for Square Enix in the past. But mm-hmm. this was a small studio that they started. Yeah. So it's just. It, I, I think they're called RPG Factory. Yeah, it's yes, Tokyo right, RPG yeah. or and Japan RPG Factory or Tokyo Tokyo RPG. Tokyo, yeah, Tokyo RPG. RPG. And then they also made Lost Fear. Yes, which 
improved on a lot of things, but also completely ruined the battle system in my eyes. So yeah. I got even you know less far into that game. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know what they're doing. They have so much potential to make an amazing game, and they're squandering it. Yeah. That's my opinion on it. And that's what's making like I was pretty close to. Um... Uh, pre-ordering Octopath Traveler. Yeah. But then I'm just like, oh, wait, there's a lot of things I don't like about our JRPGs. I had to wait for the reviews <laughs> on this one. But I, those, the, I think Octo... Um, well, it's, it's a different publisher. Like, it's, it's a different, different developer. Yeah, I think different, it's the yeah. Bravely, uh, Bravely Default team who's doing it. Yeah. I really hope they've learned from their mistakes in the past because the one problem with the Bravely Default series is that it's amazing up until a certain point where they just essentially make you grind. Yeah. And then I always give up at that point in the game. But I thought you could like turn off random battles and like uh, adjust the difficulty in real time. You you can. And the beautiful thing about um, Bravely Second was mm. they implemented this um, chaining system with the battles. Mm. So you had the option after finishing a battle to start an, another battle immediately and it would chain and give you like a combo with the amount of experience that you got. But if you ever died mm-hmm. in, in these battles, and mind you, you weren't able to heal in between the battles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If you died, you lost everything. Yeah. So it was a high risk, high reward type system. It did help it for sure. It's just, again, it, there's always a certain point in those games where it's, ugh, you hit the grind wall. Yeah. And you need to go out and battle a bunch of shit before you get, you know, move forward in the game. Yeah. And yeah, it it sucks. To me, again, they had it perfect with Chrono Trigger. That game, you can sit there, battle every enemy in an area, move on to the next one, and it is perfect. You are in the right sweet spot to move on and battle the next areas. Get the next boss, move on, whatever. Yeah, pacing is, I I guess, I imagine it's generally a challenge for JRPGs. But at the same time, you can really mathematically calculate the average XP you would have by a certain point. Oh, of course, 100%. But then that adds in, if you're going to have the kind of game where you have to level up your character separately, then that creates a great wide area <laughs> where somebody that wants to be able to use any characters yeah. like or any like alternate or alternate between any of their characters now that they're going to be at a lower XP threshold than if they just played with the same guys or it's the problem yeah. you have in Pokemon yeah. is that if you just have one or like two or three guys that's just the only ones you use yeah. unless you run into like a really bad typing wall you could just steamroll everything. It's why they brought in the experience share. I yeah. mean, I, I left that on in both my playthroughs of X. Yeah. It was for a very specific reason. I wanted my team to essentially be around the same level. Mm. And I completely understand that at a certain point in time, you're not going to be using every single Pokemon equally. It's yeah. not going to work out that way. Well, that's so, because your box is in your backpack until now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I, I, I get it, but I, I'm okay with the way that they fix that problem in Pokemon. Yeah. I know it seems cheap, and it is what it is, but Pokemon was never supposed to be an incredibly hard game. Yeah. So adding that element in, to me, just seems fitting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So two more games. Okay. Go, go, go. <laughs> next, so next one I'm going to do is uh, Octo Expansion. Oh, of course. For Splatoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we, we only d- just barely touched on that yeah. in last session. That's true. So I finally f- almost finished that, if you yep. if you know what I mean. There's I don't. one <laughs> thing that I didn't do, which... Uh, are you guys ready for spoilers? Yeah. Well, no, I, ha- I haven't got there yet, so please don't. Okay. Well... Plug your ears. <laughs> yeah, plug, plug your little ears. <laughs> the secret so boss. <laughs> What? The secret boss. Oh, okay. Which cool. is fucking brutal. I can just hear it. <laughs> I don't really care. Go ahead. So in terms of, I love the challenge modes, and there's certain stages which are fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, like, particularly, like, the girl power stage. Okay. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. You... I realize if you, uh, you know, I did touch on this last podcast, but yeah. if you play it with a roller, it becomes so much easier. Nice. Well, I guess I could see that. It's essentially, like, jumping in and just meleeing a bunch of people. It, it's, like, the roller just has the DPS to keep you alive in that thing. No other yeah. weapon can kill somebody fast enough without taking a lot of hits. Okay, that's fair. Um, and it's just, yeah, coming at the right angle with the roller. But, yeah, there is a secret boss at the end, which is Agent 3, Ooh. which has, like, basically all the supers on unlimited spam... And, like, five different stages, and a lot of the, like, there's been a lot of memes floating around. It's like, oh, it's Dark Souls, but cute. It's just like... (laughs) Now, is this this a boss, is it a reskin, or is this a new original boss? Because I know a lot of the... It's Agent 3, so it's your, it's it's the agent from Splatoon 1, so it's your inkling. And at some point in time, you describe what they look like, and then that becomes how the boss ends up looking. Oh, sweet. Uh, But, yeah, it's fucking hard. I never beat it. It, Like, I got very close. Like, I got to the final, like, there's five phases, I think. Yes. I got to the fifth phase once or twice, and I was just like, you know what? 
this is not worth my time, which is a theme I will talk about in the last two games because it's like suddenly these games are like had a difficulty ceiling that I was not aware was there <laughs> until it was too late. Yeah. It was just kind of like, I thought Spl- like the, the Splatoon um, uh, campaign has always been challenging, mm-hmm. but like never to the point where like I felt like I wanted to throw my controller at the wall. And that end thing is, I guess, just like... <laughs> I almost feel like it's just like a joke, but made by the de- uh, by like the devs to fuck with people who want oh, to yeah. play that game. One hundred percent. I mean, look, there's a lot of people out there that like that style of gameplay and are looking yeah. for that level of challenge. And then there's a lot of people out there that are absolutely not. Yeah. And everybody fits into one of those two camps for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like the game is it was made for experienced players. Yeah. Like it's been yeah. out for a year now. Yeah. Like, Th- this expansion is made for the experienced player. Exactly. And what I like about it is the the missions are micro sized. So they're yes. like small bites and chunks. So okay. it makes it a little bit more easier, but that game's nauseating how difficult it is. <laughs> like I literally got nauseous. I had to stop playing just because mm-hmm. it was so it was so tough. But it's yep. fun because in, in terms of some missions, they'll give you like three different weapons and you could kind of adjust the yeah. difficulty based on that. But like you said, even playing on the with the easiest weapon, it's still Nightmarishly yeah. hard. Yeah, it's all oh, that's kind of very Dark Souls esque. Yeah. But for twenty bucks, you get like eighty stages. You get um, brand new characters, a, a new environment. Yeah. New dialogue. Like yeah. it's and definitely not, worth the price. Let's not talk about the constant free updates. Platoon's been happening. Oh, of in course. Terms of new weapons and new outfits and yeah. so on. But uh, like, I would definitely say Octo's worth it. But goddamn, I was not expecting it to be so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did manage to beat all the main challenges and unlock the whole uh, underground yeah. afterwards. Nice. So some challenges are much harder than others and I love the variety of them as well and oh. how it gets you to use different weapons and specials that the main campaign mm-hmm. may never prepare you for. Um, but last and I will say my favorite of all the games I've been playing um, is Hollow Knight. Oh yes. Hollow Knight it's is incredible. just wonderful. Like I'm just going to say out the bat like on terms of the RZ approval rating like it's an A+. Like it's as close to a perfect game yeah. oh, like wow. a perfect score as you can get. Not without its faults. Uh, oh, like I would say like there, I don't think anything made by human hands can be perfect, but yeah. it's definitely in terms of up there in terms of just the atmosphere and the sound, like how that game sounds and it's just like beautiful and disgusting and it's dark <laughs> and it's cute and it's so many things at once. Mm. But there's another game of just like at a certain point I'm like, when the hell did this become Super Meat Boy? Yeah. It's like, I, I didn't sign yeah. up for this. <laughs> oh, really? It gets, it gets tough. Yes. There is some real tough-as-nails platforming in that mm-hmm. game, uh, particularly like pogoing over spikes while using your oh, down slash I and so that. on. Um, Dude, it's way harder in Hollow Knight than it is in any other game I've ever experienced because you don't just like hold down and the attack button it happens. Mm-hmm. And it stays there. It It is just literally a swipe, meaning you have to time it at the exact oh, moment yes. to hit it and bounce up. And the bounce is that much smaller. Okay. Then it's just like a little hop, a little hop, a little hop. And you have to keep doing it. So if, you, okay. if you miss the rhythm, yeah. even by a little bit, you're done. Yeah. So now you're saying this game turns into that. Does it have the mechanics to be a good platformer? It does have the mechanics. The controls are tight as fuck. Yeah. But like I would say the one issue I have that game is the overall pacing. Yeah. Whereas at the start, I found it pretty easy. Like when you're first, when you're starting oh, the early yeah. parts of the game, like I didn't even know because it's got a kind of Souls-esque um, dying system where yeah. first you die, you see like your spirit gauge, which is the like sort of your magic or health gauge, alternatively, depending on how you're playing the game, well, yeah, gets cracked afterwards. Yeah. And then if you can't get back to your spirit and kill that spirit you lose all the money that you've gotten until okay, that it's point. kind of like shovel knight as well it has the same mechanic oh, okay you, um, die, you it, die in a pit all your money's in like in a little money bag and you got to get it unless you die again pretty no but do you lose all your money though uh, no you lose a good portion of it yeah that this is literally all of your money oh wow you yes. could be playing this game for literal hours be saving up like tens of thousands well what of can you buy with coins. that money uh there's a bunch of stuff there's like little trinkets you can get for the maps you can buy um, upgrades and yeah. little like medallions that will give you different moves or different move sets. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of stuff out there that really does improve on the gameplay, but also makes it customizable to your play style, yeah, which see. was amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of different merchants in the game that do different things. Yeah. And so like buying the maps themselves and and the charms that are the main sort of like skill upgrade ver- uh, point of the game, other than yeah. the sort of Zelda esque like getting more uh, abilities that let you unlock other areas kind of dealy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in terms of the pacing, like game starts off pretty easy and then yeah. it just like out of nowhere becomes incredibly <laughs> difficult. And it was just another one. just like, I don't remember signing up for this. <laughs> but like it, at the same time, I tried to go in as blind as possible. I knew the game was sort of Metroidvania That's fair. style. 
Um, very, very challenging. So I did finish the game. I got like 91 or 92% completion when yeah. all was said and done. And there's certain things like in terms of the pacing that I didn't quite agree with. Uh, for example, how you have to find, um, I forget his name, like Juniper or whatever, the one, the, the map maker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's certain areas where you can't, like there's areas that you visit and you explore for the longest time. It isn't until near the end game you can actually find where the map guy is. Yeah. So you're going to be spending a lot of time of the game lost, which I thought... Yeah. I don't like that. To some degree, I liked it in the short term when you're happens. first expli- uh, when you're forced ex- or first exploring a new area. Mm. But for a game that really counts on you finding the right place at the right time, um, I don't think necessarily you should be traversing an area, and it's not until hours later that you could find that guy and actually unlock the map. It's it's funny that you bring that up because like I agree with you in a certain sense. Yeah. Where at the beginning when I realized, I, uh, spoilers, mind you, but the like the jellyfish like steam area. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Area. Yeah, yeah. So. When I first got there and I was looking for the guy with the map, I couldn't find it. And then I remember I spoke to you and you're like, oh, yeah, no, you need to have like a move from way later in the game to yeah. find him. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And then I realized like that's not even the area I was supposed to be traversing. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to use that as a gateway into the actual area that I was supposed to get to. Yeah. But what I realized later on, because my, my whole experience with that game was um, polarized in a sense. We're like... I knew a lot about it because I had been watching videos on yeah. it. I, I backed it, so I knew a lot about like the news and all the stuff that was happening in the background. But just knowing, like, oh yeah, this game is hard. My experience at the beginning was similar to yours in the sense that, like, yeah, the combat was pretty easy, and I thought it was going to be boring as shit. Yeah, but I kept dying because I'm a freaking moron. That's all it is. Like just I would like take headlong like leaps rushing faith, in, <laughs> leaps of faith into spikes or water, and it would just be like something stupid like that. And I, I think there's maybe three or four times now that I've lost all my money, and three of them happened at the beginning of the game yeah. just because I was trying to get a, used to... Is it a hard game over once you lose all your money? Uh, no. No, no, no. You get back to the next ch- or the uh, the last checkpoint you were okay. at, which are ben- benches that you find within the world. Yeah, Can you sit on points. the bench? Yes. yes. Cute. Yeah, that's how you and see what, it. Cute. Sold. <laughs> and what's cute is you see when he sits down on the bench, he opens up his little map, and you see him like scribbling yeah. in the notes and stuff. I love those that's, details. That's another piece of the game that I really loved was that... When you start, like, when you save, an area of that you've traveled or traveled within, if you don't have the map for it, when you save next time, that actually is a piece where you see them writing down and you go back into the map. And area, every area that you've traveled, which wasn't there before because it's kind of very blind in that sense, yeah. is now completely written into your map. Cute. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to have that little aspect to it as well. There's a, a breaking point with... You know, when that game was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty cool to like, I am absolutely in love with this game. Yeah. And it's when you get to that like very churchy cathedral like area in the metropolis. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you beat the Soul Master. Yeah. It was right after I beat the Soul Master because there's two bosses in that area that like just completely pissed me off, including obviously the Soul Master. Yeah. And as soon as I was done, I just like, I had to put down my controller for a second. Completely calm myself down because my nerves were shot. Like I was shaking because of all the twitch mechanics and everything. Mm-hmm. And I looked and just like this game's fucking incredible. Cute. I don't know what the hell it was thinking. Like, yeah, it's the the bat the battling is incredibly simplistic, but still works so well with how everything happens. Like I was expecting more combos or mm-hmm. battle types or maybe weapons. There's none of that. Yeah. You have your nail, it can be upgraded, but essentially it's the same nail. Okay, fair enough. I haven't hit that point yet. And it's the one easy, slash. Easy in my on eyes. the spoilers. You guys have sold this game for me. Well, it kind of sold itself yeah, based on like sure. everyone's reactions and stuff. But a public service announcement um, it is coming as a physical edition. I know. I, I uh, wish I, 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 so wish I didn't fun. back it now, which is fucked. I know. It's, it's kind of a shame. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I always wait for games to, uh, to be launched on physical, especially like big games where they're, they sell very well and you can like. They usually like. And now the developers usually say something online where we're like, we're looking into it. We want to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, one of those games is Rhyme. Oh, you okay. played it? A game that I am playing. Nice. And um, yeah, I finally got it on physical edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some, okay. we got some technical our, difficulties going yeah, on. To, to our listeners, I was trying to adjust my mic and it just completely came off the table. <laughs> Cute. Uh, sorry, guys. Anyways, continue. Yeah, I say so, we'll take that out in post, but we won't. No, no we, we won't. won't. <laughs> we won't. That's, that's never going to happen. See, so, yeah, I'm playing um, Rhyme. It was an originally um, an Xbox original, and then Xbox uh, did uh, um, kind of like distance themselves from it. 
And then PlayStation's like, okay, if you're not going to do it, we'll take it. And it was featured in one of their E3 press conferences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess it must have had some development hell. And then Sony, Sony just slowly backed away from the project. <laughs> so they were kind of left in the, in, the, in the dark. And it got pretty bad reviews across the board just based yeah. on its performance issues and stuff. Yeah. But in terms of its performance, the, the way it controls is it's kind of like Team Ico controls where it's clumsy – and it's kind of supposed to be clumsy. Okay. And it, it, maybe I don't, I don't know if a lot of people just didn't get that. But it, it plays pretty well in terms of how he controls. Now, the Switch Ooh. version is suffers from really bad frame rate. Yeah, it Ooh. is not optimized well at all. It is not. And I waited okay. to purchase this game because um, it got patched and it got patched and it got patched. And they're yeah. like, oh, now it's playable on the Switch. <laughs> And now we're playing it, and, and there's a lot of a lot of frame uh, frame rate drops. Yeah, it, uh. it's playable. Keywords, yes. it is playable. <laughs> but it is. It, How, however, there, you don't have to have. Pre- it's not a precision platformer, so yeah. it, it, you don't need that that strong frame rate. Yeah. To, um, I don't. There's a couple times like when we because we were just playing it a moment ago. Oh yeah. And there's a couple times I almost walked off a bridge because just like a frame rate. <laughs> Jag or whatever, like it might be the clumsy controls. Yeah, that that doesn't help see, either. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's for this, it's the same reason why people didn't like the Last Guardian, and it, I still haven't played it. But exactly. that's it. Yeah, I wanted to bring up this comparison. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry, go ahead. Then. No, no, go, go. That's... Oh no, I haven't played it yet. I'm just saying, like from what I've heard, yeah, a lot of people didn't like the Last Guardian because they would sit there for like 10 to 15 minutes trying to tell this goddamn dog. To like come over here so I can climb you, uh-huh. and it just doesn't happen. People are fucking pulling their hair out trying to figure it out, and then they go back and do the exact same thing they've been trying for that 10 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah, that's exactly like this game. Oh, this God. guy, this kid, you can yell, and then sometimes he yells, and then I'm like, I know he's supposed to yell, and that will activate something, but I know that I know it's the game's problem, so like I'll I'll run out and go back in, and then all of a sudden he'll he'll yell properly. It, okay, it's one of those things where it's, you could tell you could see the intent of the game, and it's like like great taste. Great style, but just poor execution. Yeah. yeah, and that you can never truly appreciate that game. I don't think between just the frame rate drops and even just like if you're when you're out in an open area, yeah. the stuff that's a little bit further out in the draw distance, it's all like jagged and in terms yeah. of like mm-hmm. almost like warped. Like I, I don't know enough of the correct terms to be able to ex- uh, describe what you see, but I feel like it's got to the point where it's not unplayable, yeah. but it's it's definitely not well optimized for the Switch. I it don't know about not, the other consoles. I, however, mm-hmm. I'm actually enjoying it. Like I, I okay. I'm coming from like Splatoon and this like hard as nails uh, DLC. Yeah. This game, there's no enemies. There's no. You can't really die in this game unless you fall off a cliff. Well, there is yeah. like there's like we just saw. Yeah, the bird enemies. There's some stealth well, not elements. The birds, not the bird enemies. Oh but yeah, we yeah, saw, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like there's so, there are some enemies, there's no, but there's, there's no, no combat, combat system. Yeah. The pillars of this uh, game is exploration, okay. platforming, okay. and puzzles. And the puzzles are kind of cool. You get like these light based puzzles where you, you control this orb of light. And you gotta like move it around so it casts shadows in a specific direction. And there's time-based puzzles. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's got like I think it's got a lot of heart and soul. Okay. Yeah. So it's got like this beautiful music, this beautiful atmosphere, beautiful art direction. Is it it beautiful? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm, I'm not. And another thing, the pacing and the variety of different environments and. Uh, I guess variety of puzzles. I'm I'm enjoying it and I'm excited to play it again. Okay. But yeah, it does it does suffer from some some hiccups. It it seems to me, especially because of the amount of general success this game had at selling itself, because I'm mm. assuming the, the numbers have to be up there for an indie title. I can only assume. There's, I, I, I mean, I for it to get a physical copy on like Switch, and I can only assume PS4 and yeah. whatnot. Like, there's a following behind this game, meaning that there's going to be a sequel. I think. We're going to see the worth of this franchise in the sequel, if I, it's going to be there. I hope so, but I, I think Easy Allies are the only one who gave it an excellent score. Everyone else gave it, like, barely a pass. Yeah, That's I, fair. I, don't, I don't think it's based on fan base. I think there just must be some w- good connections at Tequila Works. That, yeah. Like, there's a, there's a very strong marketing push, and I think with all the dollars spent on this game, it yep. needs to be a success. Oh, yeah. Which I think you may still be right in the end that we're going to end up with a sequel as a result of that, but... Yeah. Um, like yeah, it's just a shame that the game is so poorly optimized that a lot of people aren't going to appreciate it on its real met, uh, merits just based on the execution. However, of go play it on PS4 because it, it looks better and plays better. It's yeah. just okay. it's just the Switch uh, port that is, is is pretty bad. So, Paulie, yeah. I highly suggest if you want to play it, PS4, PS4 or PC. Is, 
No, PC actually got a really bad port. Really, eh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, PS4. I think Definitely it's a PS4, PS4 game, yeah. This reminds me a lot of um, like Uncharted, if that makes any sense. Like The first game, it was all right, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't anything special. Like It didn't really hit its stride until the last maybe two hours of the game where the fantasy aspect hit. Yeah. But then Uncharted 2 came out. They learned from their mistakes. And that game was like one of the best fucking games I played on PS3. Uncharted 2 is fantastic. It was incredible. Yeah. That's the best one in the series still in my eyes. 100%. Yeah. yeah it's, it's amazing. But anyway, sorry. Um, was that all you were playing? Um, I also want to talk about... Uh, we bought a couple things. Yeah. Oh, yes. We went on a little adventure Oh, that's in the right. City. So we, we went some purchasing. Before that, I, uh, I finally found my uh, NES Classic Edition. After nice. two years of hunting for it. Oh. I was finally able to go into EB Games and pick up not one, but two. Nice. I told them my whole sob story that I was like two years ago. <laughs> I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning, went downtown Toronto, waited in line for EB mm-hmm. Games, and I was number 19 in line, and they had 18 consoles. Yeah. And it, it was so shit because I saw people like just letting their friends butt in and stuff. And yeah. I just, I, I didn't realize there'd be such a shortage of it. Mm-hmm. But now I finally have uh, two consoles, and since um, it's really still hard to find the actual controllers, I bought the second system at $80 just for the second controller. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I finally have a complete classic edition line. I got the Super Famicom, the Family Computer Classic Edition, nice. Super, the American Super Nintendo, and the American NES. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome, and I feel pretty good about myself, if you don't mind. Sweet. And Arzy, <laughs> for those who are watching, we got some pretty awesome action figures on our table. Yeah, I would suggest uh, coming to YouTube if you guys have the chance to see these figures. Yeah, and if you're listening, they're uh, Figma and Nendroid. Nendroids, Nintendroids, Nendroids. So we have the Satoshi and Pikachu. Uh, Satoshi and Pikachu. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the Nendroid. Yeah. And we have the Figma Metroid Prime 3 Samus. Yes. Uh, which, I don't know. I never bought a Figma before, but mm. I've been having so much fun playing with all the points of articulation and setting up different action poses so and so on. awesome. Yeah. I want one of these so bad. Yeah. yeah, we found this pretty awesome store. I think it's called Anime Extreme. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That place is notorious for this stuff. It's in Chinatown? Yeah. Yes. Okay, awesome. Yeah, this this place is the place to go if you want any type of like figures like that in Toronto. If you want, like they specialize in Gundam. Like, yes, oh, yeah. the like, as soon as you like, walk into the door and just fucking gun them tons of fucking gun them. Yeah. <laughs> pardon me <laughs> yeah oh my god I, I, I didn't even know I liked Gundam until I got into that yeah. store yeah, you I just know. saw one that you liked the pose and you're like I, I, yeah I'll buy it and there's this Gundam he's like lying down with his legs up and he's just trying to like chill and I was like how much is this and he's like $300 I'm like no, yeah. no thank you yeah no they get pretty fucking intense but they had like Megazords and yeah. Ultrazords and oh my god the so big you- the big size vinyl like Godzilla ones yeah. that are like Four hundred dollars. Yeah. You you guys should follow them on Instagram. Yeah. I've been following them for oh, like six now. months now. Yeah. They are incredible. A, a real a real life sized keyblade. Oh yeah, for yeah, like yeah. Three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just tons of uh, Figma characters and androids and stuff. They got like perfect. I like I like Figma because they're to scale. Yes, and. And they're really articulate. You can, like, they're super articulated. Well, yeah. It's like you're looking, like, you know, to scale or chibi. That's yeah. pretty much the two. Yeah. Because as far as I know, they're from, are they from the same company? I don't know no. if they're both from Good Smile. No. Yeah, I don't know either. Mm. Well, but, it's just the, the, the concept behind both of them is incredibly yeah. similar. Yeah, for right? me, I'd always go for a Figma over a statue because I like fidgeting with them. Yeah. The, the f- fidgeting is very important <laughs> to my way of life. And then the Nendroids aren't as poseable, but they're like there's they come with a, a bunch of different arms and leg accessories. Oh, and they come with different masks. Yes. And uh, my boyfriend likes to collect masks from around the world and put them up. And <laughs> whenever I get one of these nen, nen, uh, nen, Nendroids, whatever they're called, yeah, I would take one of the masks and like nail them up on the wall next to these <laughs> these big masks. They're su- it's, su- it's, a, it's a super cute detail. I have a Luigi one, and now I got a Satoshi Ash Ketchum Pikachu one. Nice. Yeah, these are things we spend money on because no kids. No kids. <laughs> cute, and I think that's uh, it for me and Erzy. Cool. And now we don't have time for you for what yes. Oh, no. Sorry, oh, my God. I heard I you can... haven't really played much, so if you want to uh, yeah, spend I'll, I'll, 30 I'll... seconds on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll run through the game quickly because the funny thing is it's not, it's not me playing it directly. <laughs> I Don't vicariously say. played Dark Souls through our friend Joe. 
Yeah. Oh, cool. So uh, like I know some of our, our fans who came from the Warski channel will know him as Joe Warski. We have it coming up on Hold B that we're going to be playing. Are uh, they married? Yes. No. <laughs> um. I'm Mario Mario, and this is Mario. <laughs> Luigi Mario. <laughs> Luigi, this is my brother Luigi. Luigi, Luigi? No, Luigi, Luigi. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of that whole movie. Oh, that's uh, anyway, so we were, we were playing Dark Souls. We ended up completely fucking up two recording sessions mm-hmm. just because of technical issues that we didn't realize. I ended up playing the game for like well over two hours. Oh, wow. It is hard as shit. And I know that because Joe's been playing that game forever. And he was still getting his ass handed to him by a few balls. Oh, so he's like a vet from this. So he's had yeah. past experiences with it. Oh, tons. He was okay. showing me a bunch of like little secrets you can do in the game. It's really well thought out. Like every single NPC in the game you can engage with. Mm-hmm. Every single one. You could either, either use them and you know help them in a certain sense and run the risk of them stabbing you in the back, which will almost inevitably happen. Yeah. Or you can kill them on the spot and you get into this like ridiculous boss battle for absolutely no reason outside of getting a pretty powerful weapon or item yeah. from them. But it's really it's it's it is kind of janky in a sense. Yeah. But it's a really fun game. Like I could tell just by looking at it like I want to play this game. Yeah, a little bit of jank never hurt nobody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like jank. And the second thing I wanted to talk about has nothing to do with video games, but it's nerdy as shit, so I figured you guys might actually enjoy this. Well, Tuning out. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was this kind of escape room-esque style thing that I went to yesterday where they put you in a pioneer-esque style town. It's from a, a little theme park thing that we have here in Toronto that uh, shows old, you like... Good old Black, Black Creek Le- Pioneer Village. Black, Black Bleak. Bleak. <laughs> Black Bleak. Black Bleak. Black Bleak. <laughs> Anyways, this place is normally meant for kids to learn about, like, the Pioneer Age and, like, go to, like, a, a blacksmith and, like, you know, the tin person yeah, and, like, churn butter and shit. We've all been there in elementary school. It's one exactly. of the, the trips that we've all been to as children. Yeah. So, but what they did was they turned this into a very RP-heavy uh, escape room type scavenger hunt type thing with uh-huh. puzzles and whatnot. And they put you in a world where witches run this town. Good witches, mind you. And they're under attack by a group of cultists who are wearing masks. So the cultists have cursed everybody in the town outside of the witches. Uh You as one of three or four groups has to go out and help two or three of the villagers. Do whatever you have to do. Figure out the puzzles. Get the key to open up a chest that will essentially bring you to the end game. And if you do it early enough, they send you out to go capture the cultists Uh who are still walking around the village. So the one interaction I want to talk about was I was going with a very goofy uh, group of people. And it was perfect because the cultist that we were going after wanted to be a bit sassy and yeah. started, like, mocking us by dancing. Bitch. Exactly. <laughs> but it was, like, it was funny. And then two of my friends jumped in and started dancing with her. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck this. Let's do it. Turned it into a huge dance party, captured her, danced with her the entire way back to the main barn. Yeah. And, like, it, to the point where, like, I was fucking beatboxing and shit. We were all just, like, going to, like, a rave beat. Cute. It was incredible. This uh, The RP style of this was amazing. If you guys get a chance, even in your city, if you hear about anything that's, like, an outdoor escape room, go for it. It was awesome. Well, that had nothing to do with video games. Yep. So we're going to take a break now. And when <laughs> we- <laughs> And, and talk about retooling our show <laughs> <laughs> and what things we will not allow in the future. <laughs> and when we get back, we're going to talk about some summer games from the past and present. See you soon. Bye. Hey, we're back. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> hi. I didn't see you there. <laughs> well, now that you caught us, I guess uh, it's time to talk about some summer games. Yeah. Now, what question do you have to ask us? What question do I have? Well, let's see. You know, it's a beautiful day outside, and I just think of so many summers past that, mm-hmm. sure, you could go outside and play and explore the neighborhood and <laughs> engage with your fellow children, but no. <laughs> 
close the blinds, <laughs> go down in the basement, crank up the AC, and get some gaming done. And there yeah. are so many just great feel-good hits of the summer. Yeah. Uh, yep. Games that we burned weeks or months of our, our very, very precious summers of our youth. Yeah. Of either games that either we can look back with kind eyes or be like... Yeah, we kind of just ruined that summer. Yeah, that is. <laughs> well, did we is. really ruin it when we were raising these beautiful chows in Sonic Adventure 2? And let's start off with that. Was the year that I got Sonic Adventure 2 out of the bargain bin at Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you that don't remember, there's kind of like a creature raising metagame where you oh, raise yeah. these little creatures I think called that's chows. What everyone remembers out of that game. Yes. That was the best part of the game. I don't know. I actually quite liked that game. I think that was like amongst the best of the 3D Sonic games, but let's uh oh, for sure, I yeah. mean that's really not saying much though. That's not saying much. I quite enjoy I quite enjoyed that game in general, but in terms of this little grindy Tamagotchi esque yeah. mini game and if you knew specific things and fed them specific fruits, you could unlock the super ones and the angel chows and the devil chows and the chaos chows. <laughs> And you play these things, with, and we must have burned weeks. Yeah, RC. Like, I didn't even own that game, and I burned probably just like not as much. Yeah, as Yeah, you were over like, at my house every goddamn yeah. night. How did we do that? Was there like co-op, or was it just? I we don't took turns? remember. I think we just took turns. I, okay, so there was we a just garden. raised them in like a cohabitation yeah. there until like <laughs> raising up these little these little <laughs> goblin creatures. Yeah, we spent literally the whole summer just in your computer room. The raising, basement. That was basement in times. Your, in your basement, just raising chaos. Yeah, chaos, 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 or chaos, or whatever. Because totally there was like chaos, right? They're supposed to be yeah, like, yeah. you know, extensions of the chaos emeralds. C H A O, but I don't think yeah. they ever heard it out loud, so we didn't have like a set pronunciation for yeah, it. Yeah, they never said. It, okay, it's funny that you guys bring this up because I'm pretty sure that we didn't really know each other back then when this was happening. No, this would have been before Definitely we met. Not, yeah. yeah, which is fucked because. I can guarantee you it was probably the same year. Yeah. I'm assuming you guys got it on GameCube. Of course. Yes. yes. Yeah. Doing the exact same thing. <laughs> like, I had options to go with my friends. Like, hey, let's go for a bike ride. Or like, hey, let's nope. go do this thing. I'm like, nah, I'm raising Kale. I have a baby. I can't yeah. go out. <laughs> I can't go to the river. I have a baby now. <laughs> I remember I was specifically replaying levels to get shit so I could either upgrade or get new chow eggs or whatever yeah. the hell it was. And, like, trying to get... The uh, the super rare like angel yeah, or devil yeah. ones. or like the metal ones and the different yeah. colors. You couldn't catch them. You had to like raise them and breed yeah. them to yeah. get yeah. to hatch them. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, 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 breeding yeah. and it wasn't very fun, was it? No, but was, I yeah, I completely agree with you guys. I spent the entire summer doing fucking chow breeding like a goddamn fucking eugenics program yeah. in my basement no no this isn't fire emblem but it is a little bit. <laughs> well it's essentially what it was you're yeah. right we were, you would breed to get better offspring only the strongest <laughs> we probably still you probably still have that saved that on your memory yeah, card probably for sure. still on, uh, oh yeah we should whip that out one day and just check uh, on them see how they're doing <laughs> <laughs> we'll That's be on Twitch soon. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like I know there's a there's a, a fan base for the, these uh, Chow games. Yeah, and like there 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 is no like for the. Uh, you mean a fan base in the sense of like people that did the exact same thing as us? And yeah, for example, like if you're listening to a podcast and they bring up Song and Adventure two, they always bring up the, the, Chow the Chow Chow Of course. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just I'm just curious that why haven't they they reintroduced that element into I, into? I honestly into think games. it was the style yeah. at the time because this was you know a couple years <laughs> after the big Tamagotchi Nano Pet oh, Giga yeah. Pet. Yes. Did you have? Yes. Did you have a oh, Tamagotchi or a Nano Pet? I had a Nano Dog. I had a Nano Human. Yeah. Who did you have? I had I had a nano dog and I had a Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah, nice. mm-hmm. I also had like a I had, I had the dinosaur Tamagotchi. If you guys oh, remember that's that so one, cool. it was the, the best. but it wasn't an actual dinosaur. It was like its own thing. It was no, no. It was I'm pretty sure it was Tamagotchi, but they kind of looked like if eggs, I'm not mistaken, like, like dinosaur yeah. eggs. Yeah, and they they uh, the, the characters looked like the dinosaurs from like Bust a Move and like Bubble Bobble and okay. shit. Totally. Yeah, my yeah, brother yeah. had that one. I was so jealous. I had something oh, kind of so like nasty. that, but it was like on a watch. <laughs> no, no, mine was like it was keychain. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was red on the outside. Yeah, my brother had a Tamagotchi. I'm like, mom, I want one. <laughs> Well, I was like, okay, whatever. So she took me to buy it. I had a fucking nano pet. I was like, uh, okay. I just remember playing on the yeah. schoolyard every with these little, tiny little fucking things. Beep, beep, beep. It's like alarms going. I have to feed my fucking dog. <laughs> like I remember actually like going to Wonderland one year and leaving my nano pet with a babysitter. Oh shite. 
Like an actual human? Yes, like an actual oh, wow. human. Like because um, it was with my friend Andrew in grade school, and actually leaving it with his older sister. Mm-hmm. And so she was watching our net pet, so we went out and played. <laughs> I remember just like going on that thing, and then like five hours later, you go on and it's just full of shit everywhere. Oh god, that was that was the worst. Yeah, a little fucking steaming yeah. pile of poop there. Yeah. yeah. Apparently they're back. I was oh, at, I was at like Yorkdale, and I was at Starbucks with some hipster barista, and she had like. <laughs> She had you like, just say barista next time. <laughs> <laughs> True. She had like six Tamagotchi on each side of her shirt just like attached. I'm like, what are you doing? Whoa. I go, are those back now? She's like, yeah, they're huge. You can't find them anywhere. Did she like, bring, was she wearing Chuchetti as well? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if people are going to get that. Hold on. Hold on. It's a very Woodbridge specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was big in the rave scene. Essentially, so we're all Italian in some way, shape, or form. And a Chuchetto is the pacifier. Yeah. And in the 90s, a lot of kids used to wear them around their necks. It was, yeah, it was like just the like, rave scene. Yeah, and like you would have like clusters of these plastic <laughs> pacifiers around your neck. But for kids too, they used to sell them at Western Produce. Yeah. Like yeah. they were Western Produce. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I asked the barista and I'm like, why do you have so many shows? Oh, I'm babysitting for my friends. <laughs> so I feel like I should set up like a like a Craigslist ad, just like Tamagotchi <laughs> sitter. It's like ten dollars an hour. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's bring it back. Yeah, bring it yeah. back, bring it back. Let's, uh, let's talk about some some games that took our summers away that we enjoyed or maybe not enjoyed for uh, – mm-hmm. well, maybe we enjoyed Sonic Adventure at the time. But looking back, we <laughs> yeah. we probably could have done something else that summer. Smash Brothers. Yes. yes. Now, all day Smash Brothers. Now, Smash Brothers is a game that usually comes out in March. I know Brawl did and I'm sure Malie did and all that kind, yep. of, kind of stuff. So – it definitely carried on into our summers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I remember very blatantly two instances where with my next-door neighbors, we were very, very close when we were kids. And we spent an the entire Leons? summer. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So we spent an entire summer playing Smash Brothers every single day. I oh, would yeah. wake up, brush my teeth, eat breakfast, walk next door, knock on the what? Which version were you guys playing? Was oh, 64. 64. No, no, no. This is like... OG Smash Brothers. Knock on the door, go inside, just like very blatantly be like, oh, hi, Leia, like their mom. (laughs) Run inside, run upstairs. They're already playing. Jump in, grab the controller, jump in. Yeah, so good. Yeah, oh, God, I love that. And then the second instance was me and RZ, or RZ and I, whatever, and we used to have sword battles. Yes. It was like almost every fucking day we fucking meet up at like... Because that, that was Brawl era, I No, that was Melee. It was, me- oh, no, it was sorry, yeah, Melee. 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 Yeah, because that's when I switched from Yoshi to uh, Link main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You played as Link, I played as Marth, and it was just consistent uh, sword battles on the uh, the Hyrule stage yeah, in yeah. Melee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was very, very epic. Yeah. yeah. The original Smash Brothers holds a very special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. I know me and Arzy would just play it all, all freaking day with our all-dressed chips and our fruitopia. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the oh, style of the time. The Kool-Aid jammers that you always used to get? The uh, that, came, that came later. Was it later? Yes, that uh, came later. Okay, fair enough. We, while you were playing with the Leons, me and yeah. Arzy were playing because we yeah. just didn't know each other back mm-hmm. then. Um, but, yeah, like because I, I remember when that game first, first came out all, in March. And I remember renting it because I... Didn't have the money to buy it. Yep. Getting up like two hours before school just so I could get some some gaming in before like the school day would start and afterwards. And then like, actually getting the game for my birthday a couple months later. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just like playing that game religiously with the mm-hmm. kind of like fervent devotion that like <laughs> like I would say it's up there with the, like the training schedules of like pro gamers now. Because it was if I wasn't doing homework, I was playing that game. Like yeah. I was doing like 3v1 against level nines, yeah. mostly oh, yeah. against Kirby's. That way I could be even better at massacring Rusty on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, RZ and I would constantly play as... Uh, RZ would play as Pikachu and I would play as Kirby and we were like ninjas on that. Well, I was Pikachu first but then I switched to Yoshi oh, as yes, time that, went that's, on. That's, that is correct. <laughs> and yeah, we... Like like, choreographed dance. <laughs> it was. It was, like, it was like a ballet. It was, it was something beautiful. It was like remember. watching like a Dragon Ball Z episode where like we're just constantly <laughs> dancing around each other and whoever slipped up was dead. Was oh, just yeah. comboed <laughs> into the ground. 100%. <laughs> And it was funny. We'd like go to like your cousin's house and played and stuff. And they're like, "Oh, we're really good." And I'm like, "Well, let's find out who's better." Yeah. And yeah. we just like destroyed them yeah. <laughs> to a pulp. Yeah, we would just uh, particularly if somebody wanted to do like a two v two versus oh, us my oh, God. because we got so expert at killing each other. We uh-huh. almost developed like a psychic link of like where each other would be <laughs> yeah. and what our move patterns were. And we were just offing motherfuckers. Yeah, like, I, like I specifically remember like visiting like my mom reconnecting with like one of her old like school friends from back in the day. And her son was like running his mouth saying, "I've never been beaten before, but I'm down for a match." And like I basically just grinded him into the floor. 
<laughs> Grinding into a bloody pulp. And like I could tell he was telling the truth afterwards because he was just stunned afterwards. He's like, oh, that, 100%. That's, like, yeah. that's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird when someone challenges you to a game that you know you're good at, but like yeah. they could have spent like just amount of as much time as I spent playing the game, kind of like how yeah. I kicked Polly in uh, Polly's ass in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. When yeah. you actually challenged me, I'm like, maybe he is good. And then no, but I think it was also the course, too, though. Yeah. I'm not very good at that course. Who's your daddy? You. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, Smash Brothers has never been the same for me. Uh, that, that, that original N64 game is just... It can't be beat. You could you could give me Belie, you could give me Brawl, you could give me Smash for Wii, yeah. Smash for 3DS, mm. Smash Ultimate, but nothing will beat the original. And you didn't even have Smash mm. 64. You just came to my house every single day. We got in the basement. <laughs> we had a bag of President's <laughs> Choice All Dressed Chips. Oh, we had man. the Strawberry Passion Awareness Fruitopia, yeah. and we were just in the zone. <laughs> we should yes, make an image is... on like Reddit for those like '90s yeah. uh, starter packs. Yeah, I was gonna say the Smash Bros. starter yeah, pack. This is creepy, man. Because it's the exact same thing with me and Leon. Right? I actually never owned uh, Smash 64. Yeah. They had it. And when I went over to their house, it wasn't all dressed chips. It was those goddamn Ritz crackers with either the peanut butter or the cheese <laughs> yeah. on the inside. Oh, of the like sandwich. the little mini ones? Yeah. Yes, so yes, good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, those are the best. Yeah. I used to love those things. And that's exactly what happened until Melee where I'm like, no, I love this game. I need to get oh, it. Melee's like, the worst. It does, it, I'm just talking in progression. Like, oh, yeah. I love Smash. The new one came out for, yeah. game, for GameCube. I'm like, I need this now. The hype levels for Melee were yeah. through the freaking oh, charts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was back when you had to like go on to our dial-up to watch like the crappy little like <laughs> <laughs> one second trailer and it would take like half an hour no, to like download they that released like that full FMV of, of Melly. Of well, that was the intro. Yeah. That but was like, I intro. mean, like all yeah. the individual character profiles oh, and yeah, stuff yeah. and just like being freaked out there's going to be a Bowser character. But unlike seemingly the entire Smash Brothers fandom, me and Rusty absolutely hated Melly. Disgusted yeah. by it. Well, it's it's what happened with the power game uh, gamers afterwards. Yeah. It was the whole wave dash. Well, we weren't phase. even aware of that. Like that oh, whole no? thing just passed entirely over our heads. Weird. I only discovered wave dashing and like the brawl era when I actually started like researching realized oh gotcha. shit there is actually a tournament scene for Smash Brothers oh yeah but like in terms of for me was, I was a Yoshi main and they changed Yoshi so much like mm. my the forward air was so key to everything I did because mm-hmm. um, it, it had that down smash and it was such a murderer if you're off yeah. the edge in a certain zone but they added a delay to that and it didn't have as much damage and that's mm. why I ended up switching over to Link and yeah same with, same with Kirby Kirby just got nerfed and I was like yeah. I can't I, I think know. we also just reached a certain age it was like 10th grade and we were just more emo yeah, totally. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, one of my favorite summertime games to play is, till this day, is Wii Sports Resort for the Wii. <laughs> of course. <laughs> now, you guys don't like this game? I just haven't played it. Oh, man, it's so good. And it's like funny because you're, you're playing inside, but you're playing a game that takes place on a beach. And you're playing games that you would play in summertime, like yeah. Frisbee, and you go kayaking and stuff. And my favorite playing was the, the plane game. My favorite game was the, the airplane game. Well, I remember that's one of two things that you showed me when, like, you were still living at your parents' house. Yeah. And you invited me over. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I saw you playing it. It was the playing game, and it was the sword, sword. battle. Oh, yeah. The sword battles were freaking yeah. sweet, too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, what a great game. And it's nice that now that I, I gave that to my uh, to my nieces, and they're enjoying it a lot, too. So I get to go over and kick their ass in, in like, the sword battle and stuff. <laughs> So what you think you think this is a game? <laughs> you think I'm gonna let you win because you're a child? <laughs> Actually, my, my niece does beat me in the basketball challenges. Oh, I don't nice. know how I just can't do it. Damn. But yeah, like just that game has that summertime vibe and the music's fun and it just it's just you're moving around. Yeah. Working on that beach body. It just, yeah. it's, just a, yeah. one of, it's one of my favorite Wii games. It's the best utilization of uh, of the motion controls and yeah. stuff. It's it's fantastic. Well that was the first game that came with uh the Wiimote Plus, right? Yes, yeah, it came with it. Yeah, and yeah. it had a little instructional video on yeah. how to do it and stuff. So you have your yeah, attachment. Your Wiimote's now six feet long now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to put the yeah, and then you have to put the dildo cover over it and tie it through the string. <laughs> yeah, the condom. Yeah, yeah, the good old squishy condom. Yeah. And that game is really cool because it starts off so you're in a plane. Beating the fuck out of each other with their Wiimotes. <laughs> 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 And what's cool about that game is when you you jump out, the, the game starts off and you jump out of a plane. Yeah. And your me is in like just suspended in midair, and all of a sudden the Wiimote, like a like a transparent Wiimote, comes over the player. Okay. And when you move it, it's like one to one, and it was like, whoa, this is like so cool. Huh. Whatever I do out here, it does like identically. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it started doing all the stuff that the Wii purported that it was doing when it was initially <laughs> launched. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, it's, it it kind of it finally lived up to its promise. Maybe a little bit late, but yeah. it still did it, and it did it 
extremely well. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, one of my biggest regrets is not playing that game because I've heard so many good things from you, from other people online. I, like, it's becoming a little cult classic It now. is. I, I, I want to play it, but I feel like, like it, it's time is done now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's not a game. Eh, considering everything I, I want to play, it's still pretty far down on my yeah. list. But I, it's, such, just, it's such an easy game just to like sit down and just play with a friend or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. Rosie, you have anything else? Well, I was going to say, what always makes me think of summer is going... We used to spend a lot of time our summer at Wonderland, the local theme park. Yeah. But also, what really makes me think about summer, and I often play during the summer years, was theme park games. Yeah. Uh, more specifically, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah. And um, also, more specifically with me, is um, Operation Genesis, which was a Jurassic Park park building game. Okay. That I think... I, I must have got it on, like, Kazaa or something like that. <laughs> but just, I very remember specifically... Like being in my computer room and like looking out the window and seeing the sun close the shutters, <laughs> which were green, so it would make these weird pink shadows because of the way that light would filter through. Yeah, just be like, I need to research this next dinosaur, <laughs> and just like now make the dinosaurs kiss, <laughs> just like, put them together and make them fight. Yes, my best. <laughs> You must be excited for the new Jurassic Park game. I am. I am. Like, well, it's like many other things. Like, I need a new. I need a new gaming laptop because mine mm-hmm. is really long in the tooth now. But it's yeah. just like, I don't want to spend two grand on a new computer. Like, it's just so true, especially when you don't like you're only using it for gaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It just feels. Uh, it feels like such a waste where there's still plenty of things to play on my Switch or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, my my last one for this segment is uh, actually a little surprising. I can only assume. Because it's, it's not a game that I talk about a lot, but it was my life back when I was a kid. Mario Paint. Oh, my oh. God. That was the summer game. I got that console in July for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And my dad bought me Mario World and Mario Paint. Yeah. And there was no way in shit I was playing Mario World over Mario Paint. Like, that's just... I, I loved that game mm-hmm. so goddamn i would sit there and create like little scenes where like oh, yoshis would rule the world because i just loved yoshi so goddamn much it had an animation builder in yes. it. it was so cool yeah it was awesome i i remember the day because i had no idea it was even there for a little while the day i found the uh the fly swatter game oh yeah in there took over my life for a few months yeah, it's it was- all it's all I played. That music, that, oh, oh. The, all the music in that <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, it's so oh, jazzy. Oh. <laughs> and of course, the music builder is still being yeah. used today. Th- yeah, that was bar none my favorite part of that game was sitting there. And mind you, I was a kid, so I was trying to like recreate like Star Wars songs oh, and Mario songs and stuff. Yeah. But it was just like that. that bam, 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 oh wow, bam, I can never, I can never get to that level. Yeah, we, no? yeah like we never really included. We just made like, gibberish and just be like, how come uh, our songs aren't as good as the defaults? I would, <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would uh, like download the default ones and yeah. just like rearrange them slightly so just yeah, you, you would like switch them all like you would get one of the default songs and change it so it was all babies yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the... playing that game in your parents basement in that tent fort that you had set up down there <laughs> forts mm. and video games were the best mm. oh shit now, yeah I completely forgot about that one yeah, unfortunately I can't talk about Mario Paint because I got it for Christmas oh, so my nostalgia fair. for that game is, is strictly during the holidays <laughs> and winter so it was never a summer game for me That's that was my life man Goddamn Mario Paint. Yeah. I used but, to love the shit out of it. You know, game. what was my summer game? What? Super Mario Sunshine. Nice. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the GameCube launched in November, obviously, yep. and it, it launched with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like March, <laughs> April where we yep. got Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just such a fun. If you're going to like I stay indoors game. and not enjoy the outdoor, that's the best video mm-hmm. game to. Uh, to enjoy the sunshine. I, I have such a love-hate relationship with that game because I loved the flood. I love the fact that like we had Yoshi back as a rideable character in that game. So cool. The, the, the blooper surfing and some of the bosses I really liked. Like it was really cool. Yeah. And then I I have like PTSD flashbacks to trying to get all those goddamn red coins on that like sand bird yeah. in that one level, and it's just oh that's a bad memory yeah right. that, that, I just I remember trying so hard for weeks to fucking beat that goddamn stage yeah oh. yeah just the feels of that game whenever I think of that game I just remember being like on my cottage and when I wasn't inside and I was outside yeah. I just wish that like I could have this futuristic hologram displayed over my the lake in front of my cottage so I could just play it outside you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah and it's so hard to play video games outside with, oh, that, 100%. Damn, with that damn sun yeah damn yeah. it 
But yeah, <laughs> Sunshine was such a cool game. It was the first time where I saw like those water physics. Yes. And I don't think it's ever been like come close to that. Even like with Galaxy and Odyssey and stuff, those water physics in Sunshine still haven't come close to anything that I've seen lately. Well, it's because it was completely exaggerated in in Sunshine. Where like yeah. water does not work that way in real life. But like some of the ripples and how like defined they were. Yeah, it was, it was something awesome. special. Oh, yeah. it's, such a, it's such a great feeling when you're when you had like the rocket pack and just like yeah. jet skiing <laughs> over the water. Like I would just like drive around, like tool around like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Well, yeah. I should go back to Roller Coaster Tycoon. I just remembered Drowning Pandas. And so oh, <laughs> half of the fun. Like, I never actually played those games properly. Like, I, I would just make death machines and just yeah. toy with these poor people. Yeah. Well, it was really hard to make a good roller coaster yes. that actually worked. I think we were just yeah. obsessed with making the tallest biggest roller coaster yeah. that we kind of lost sight of what the game actually was about and i've only realized as an adult that there is a very devout and very demanding fan base of that game oh yeah like in terms of the subreddit like if your rides aren't perfect and perfectly themed they will ride you on that subreddit <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, look what I cranked. Get out of here, blasphemer! Basically, you'll get run out of there with pitchforks. Surprised they haven't made a Disney uh, Disney attraction, a Disney like version uh, park, park builder. That'd that's be because so that's because much fun. Well, there that was that, there was that game that you had, the virtual Disney. Oh, that I think that was I think I played it for years. So that wasn't yeah. only a summer game, but it was a fall, spring, and winter mm. game. That was a that was like a an interactive park tour of Disney World. Yeah. It was an interactive yeah. advertisement for Disney it World. It was so freaking awesome. Oh, man. I remember. I, I, I didn't own Roller Coaster Tycoon, but I played it. I, I can't remember if it was like a friend's place or a cousin's place or whatever it was. But like, I remember sitting down, playing that game, and just being an absolute sadist. Yeah. That's that's basically how most people play that yeah, game. Yeah. You, you, you start the roller coaster, but you make sure that like it comes down and comes up, and then the track just ends, <laughs> and you watch it like, yeah, launch into launch into the air and Classic. smash into oblivion. Yep. Or you'd like dig a hole and just put every single person in the park <laughs> into that one hole. I used to trap them in the, in the rides themselves. Yeah. So they'd be like walking through the, uh, the maze of fucking rods and fucking shit. Yeah. And I completely just closed them off, and I can only assume it was fencing or whatever it was. And they just, I would sit there and watch and be like, yes, or get you just, hungry, you, you my just pets. just reach like, the level where you have enough population to win the challenge, and then just, all right, I'm going to delete the path in front of the exit, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go have lunch and come back. <laughs> you sick, sick bastard. <laughs> I, think, I think the ultimate summertime game that actually makes you go outside mm-hmm. is Pokemon Go. Yeah. It's the only game you could play in the summertime and actually go out exercise and freaking catch pokemon it's it's the perfect summertime game to, to enjoy with unless, friends. unless you it go is. to that pier downtown like near the oh, ferry Jesus lodge Christ. where people just congregate and sit there because there was like three or four different nearby lure spots yeah people would just sit there and got to the point where like they had to change the spots so the city was complaining yeah oh they were complaining because people would go there and launch their shit trash up. yeah it ended That's... up creating a small fucking knoll of trash <laughs> it was just like this fucking people are up. fucking assholes uh-huh. like it, it is what it garbage is. Garbage everywhere. Yeah. yeah, people don't give a shit. It is what it is. But I, I agree with you with Pokemon Go. Like yeah. I love that game now again. And during the winter, it never happens. No, you can never do it. Yeah, it's just so nice. Yeah. Speaking of which, you guys want to get out of the indoors and go play some Pokemon Go? Yeah, uh, I guess. I cool. think so. Got to right. ca- got to catch that Mew. Yeah. I want it so bad. Okay, but while cool. we're all playing, Polly, where can they find us? You guys can find us on YouTube, of course, if you want to watch us on video. Hey. Hello. Uh, if you uh, guys are ever on the go, ever want to listen to us just audio-wise, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and PodBay. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to mention any of the Facebook, Instagram crap, even though I just did, but Maybe whatever. we'll po- uh, post a picture. Post a picture on stuff and things. But I don't, I don't think we know our passwords, so we can't get into it. <laughs> We're having... I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I remember what it is. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and whatever. See.